Greetings, I'm Laura Pucci-Valtorta, and I'm here with my family in Cavi di Lavagna, Italy, to record episode 28 of our podcast, B is for Bisexual. The story today is Christmas Cranks Give Robotica a Sense of Smell. I'm a content creator, and with me are my son, Dante. Ciao a tutti. And my husband, Marco. Ciao. If you want to see my films, go to Amazon or Tubi and search for Laura Valtorta. My films are Bermuda, Disaster Man, The Art House, Disability, and the Disease Detective Series. And now our short story, The Christmas Cranks Give Robotica a Sense of Smell. That perfume pongs, said Robotica, mirroring Brenda's thoughts. Robotica was out with the Christmas cranks, stirring up trouble. The robot had been programmed by Arturo to reflect Brenda's literary mind, her sensitive nose, and her occasional use of British phraseology. Arturo, Brenda, and Oleander were eating lunch at Immaculate Consumption, the coolest sandwich coffee spot in Columbia, South Carolina. Brenda had brought Robotica along to complain about the new olfactory feature. Now that Carmen's back in town and together with me, I can't have Robotica commenting about every little smell. She cannot, must not, have a nose as sensitive as mine. Robotica is supposed to make you more expressive, said Arturo. Unlock your hidden feelings. Still, there's such a thing as politeness, said Oleander, who is the one wearing the cologne. I only put one dab of Bronte number seven on this morning. Can you imagine what the sister smelled like, said Arturo. Yes, said Brenda. Carmen came back from Miami with a bunch of creams and potions from her dermatologist ex. I haven't invited her to the bungalow very much. I miss her. But the heavy rose scent is too much. I added the smell sensor things, said Arturo, pointing to the place where Robotica's head might have been. There were three short, flexible antennae sticking out of the top of Robotica's box screen. They looked like porous plastic flowers, opening and closing with delight or repugnance. Robotica's extra-long pincher arms hung out from the sides of the box screen. She rolled around on wheels. Brenda is better off with Reddy, said Robotica. She's calmer and she works harder. Oleander pointed. Now this robot speaks the truth. Anybody is better off with a man. Oleander, an English professor, had tried dating both men and women and all the variations in between. Lately, he was back with his buddy Arturo, who was married to Lydia and the father of six. Wee-wee, Robotica purred, delighting in her own intelligence. I'm not sure I want to be calmer and work harder, said Brenda. Well, that's why my team gave Robotica a sense of smell, said Arturo, to nurture you and guide you. Now you can smell your way to a better future. My extraordinary sense of smell is a curse, said Brenda. Imagine 
walking into a mall near a nail station or a study room filled with students. Students smell bad, very, very bad, said Robotica. And what about my neighbors, the McDougals? They don't keep their house very clean. They have cats and dogs, said Robotica. Just come down and let the robot guide you, said Arturo, pointing a finger at her. Most dogs can smell things 60 times more acutely than humans, said Oleander. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not a dog, said Brenda. Reddy Reed came to Brenda's house for Saturday movie night. He enjoyed biscuits and gravy prepared by Brenda with nature documentaries. They were watching a popular series about meerkats. Brenda usually fell asleep ten minutes into the show after eating a biscuit. This evening she struggled to stay awake because she had something to say. It was difficult to remain conscious as she preferred films with more suspense or human actors. If it had to be a nature documentary. Let it be about tsunami or sharks. A low whistling noise came from the kitchen where Robotica was locked in the broom closet. She likes you, said Brenda. We should let her out. I don't care, said Reddy. That machine gives me the creeps. Brenda wished that Robotica were in the room with them to help her explain what she wanted like when the robot had demanded that Reddy shower more often. She plunged forward anyway. Carmen is back in town. Her favorite documentary is Mad Hot Ballroom, the one about kids dancing. Reddy stared at a meerkat keeping guard at his tunnel. Are there any British kids in that film? No, said Brenda. New York City. And the teachers are really obnoxious. I don't want to see it, said Reddy. Meerkat Manor is narrated by Bill Nye. Oh, he's one of my favorite actors, too, said Brenda. Um, Carmen invited me out next Saturday. She has a new motorcycle. Reddy stared at the television. Does this mean the movie night is over? Oh, no, 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 no. Just change it to Sunday, that's all. This one time. Reddy nodded. He sopped up the gravy with the last bit of biscuit. I like that you added vinegar and taco spices to the gravy, he said. Brenda worried all week about Motorcycle Saturday with Carmen. Since her old friend was crushed and heartbroken, it would be difficult for Brenda to say to Carmen what she wanted. There was always this danger of making Carmen hurt or angry. Brenda wanted to be kind, but she also wanted to survive. Carmen arrived wearing strawberry-colored hair shaved on one side and a heavy dose of smelly rose scent. Robotica swiveled around in circles as Brenda opened the front door and embraced her short, flamboyant former girlfriend. Carcerella, said Carmen. I missed you so much, said Brenda. Welcome back. Stinky perfume, stinky perfume, twitted Robotica, the plastic flowers opening and closing. Wash it off, have her wash it off. A machine? said Carmen. What is she saying? Oh, this is an invention of Arturo's, said Brenda. 
He made it for me when I started living alone, you know, when you left. Her name is Robotica, and she learns by reading my phone. Brenda has a sensitive nose, said Robotica. Perfume is forbidden in this house. Carmen stared at the robot, her arms akimbo. This thing has a large vocabulary and no head. Oh, she just doesn't think before she speaks, said Brenda. Your perfume is okay. Maybe a little heavy. My perfume? Said Carmen. I didn't put on that much. Maybe I should have. Oh, no, 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 said Brenda. You just got here. Besides, we'll be outdoors riding the motorcycle. Carmen marched into the bathroom and ran some water from the sink. She came out drying her neck with Brenda's fanciest guest towel. I washed most of it. Plus, I'll be wearing a scarf and a helmet to hide the smell. Oh, it'll be just fine, said Brenda, although her front hall now smelled like a cheap boutique. I really am very glad to see you. Brenda locked her house, and without further conversation, they climbed onto Carmen's new motorcycle and took off for Main Street near the university. Carmen had chosen to eat lunch at Sahara, a Moroccan restaurant, the dingy atmosphere, no waitstaff, and excellent food. I was always afraid to try this place, said Brenda, slurping down the lentil soup, perfect for November. The flatbread is excellent with the pickled onions, said Carmen. We have plenty of Middle Eastern restaurants in Miami, but nothing with food as good as this. They ate for several minutes in silence. What happened with Dr. Sarah? said Brenda. Nothing. She dumped me for a rheumatologist. Said she only wanted to date professionals. You are a poet, said Brenda. That's a professional. Not professional enough for her. Some people simply do not respect the arts, said Brenda. You got that right. Brenda reached out and put her hand on Brenda's arm. Now I'm back in town to liven up your life. Brenda paused and stared at the paint peeling from one of Sahara's walls. I love spending time with you, but my life doesn't really need livening up. After all, I have my work at the library, and I spend my fun time with the cranks. All that blow-up-your-scent-of-stuff stuff is getting up to be a drag, said Carmen. Brenda was miffed. Not for me. I look forward to it every October. This year I have a mechanical Snoopy and mechanical reindeer. Wow, I bet your neighbors love you. They do. The children really do. After lunch, they went to Carmen's house, still filled with suitcases and boxes, for a dramatic recitation of Carmen's latest poem about female gangs in Miami. Then Carmen drove Brenda home on her 600cc Yamaha without any sex. Brenda was a bit disappointed about that but she knew Robotica had hurt Carmen's feelings. Maybe they would get it on next time. On Sunday, Reddy arrived at 4 p.m. for movie night. Instead of setting up the usual documentary about wolves or fungi, he suggested that Brenda choose the film. Really? Are you serious? 
Brenda had prepared salad and baked french fries with three dips, mayonnaise, ketchup, and salsa, instead of the usual biscuits. And Reddy accepted the food with gusto. Are you feeling all right? Brenda was worried. I enjoy spending time with you at your house, said Reddy. Let me be honest, I don't want to lose that. We need to include movies you like. Robotica, locked in the kitchen closet, made a pleasant whirring noise. Brenda didn't have a difficult time choosing the film. Anything directed by Mario Heller or starring Carol Knightley was within her circle of taste at the moment. She chose Can You Ever Forgive Me, directed by Heller and starring Melissa McCarthy and Richard E. Grant. Strange people, said Reddy at the end. It was kind of like watching the habits of wolves in the wilds of New York. Wolves with literary agents, said Brenda. I liked it. Brenda wondered whether Reddy was saying this just to please her. She appreciated his effort. The scene with the two friends watching the drag show was one of the most perfect scenes in cinema, and Brenda loved it every time. Reddy led her into the bedroom. They had the mechanical sex that was always the same with Reddy, sort of comforting and homey, but not very satisfying for Brenda. She appreciated the closeness, however. Will I see you next Saturday? said Reddy as he was putting on his clothes. I don't know, said Brenda. If I send you an email by Wednesday, will that be enough advance warning? Sure, said Reddy. (laughs) My life is pretty uncomplicated right now. He seemed reluctant to leave, but Brenda needed plenty of alone time to sort out her thoughts and jerk off in private. Life was calm with Reddy, and she liked him, but she was afraid of falling into a beige chasm of boredom. The next Saturday, Carmen showed up wearing no perfume whatsoever, but a loud orange and purple scarf. Robotica made some European ambulance noises and then rolled off into the other room. She doesn't like me, said Carmen. Maybe so, maybe so. Or she she knows that I made a date with Reddy for Sunday, and she's just confused. Reddy Reed? said Carmen. That's a good way to fall asleep. He's helped me with all of my plays, said Brenda, and that means a lot. Without warning Brenda, Carmen had made an appointment at an avant-garde hair salon for both of them to get fantasy work done on their hair. They traveled to Faroe Hills on Carmen's motorcycle. The stylist, Aisha, pointed at Brenda's spaghetti-straight blonde hair with disgust. Hey, what am I supposed to do with this? Just give her a precision cut and some color, suggested Carmen. Brenda got a nice swingy cut and some princess pink color. Carmen had her curly hair shaved very short, with blue dye slathered on the knobs close to her head. The students are going to love us, said Carmen. Maybe, said Brenda. I do feel pretty cool. When they returned to Brenda's house, Robotica went crazy, twirling around in circles and whistling frantically. She did not like the confusion or the hairstyles created by Carmen.
Let's go to my house, said Carmen, miffed by the robot. Your house has gotten too crowded. They drove off to Carmen's family money, big-ass mansion, and made crazy love in the solarium. Brenda felt her head swinging back and forth like crazy. Her brain was transported to Miami. But Brenda did not live in Miami. She was a university librarian in Columbia, and the calm life suited her. Stay the night, invited Carmen, putting on magenta lipstick. Oh, no thanks, said Brenda. I need to get some sleep. The next Monday, she met Arturo and Oleander for lunch, as usual. How's the road? asked Arturo. I don't know, said Brenda. Robotica has an opinion different from mine. She hates Carmen. She wants me to choose Reddy. Wow, that machine really has excellent taste, said Oleander, removing the cucumbers from his gazpacho. Carmen always has been a little much, and Reddy is just plain cute. Grouchy, but cute. I can't decide. Carmen has some fun ideas, and I actually like her poetry. Arturo was studying his phone. Lydia wants me to buy groceries. How come? She has two legs to walk. You may be the only person in the world who appreciates Carmen's poetry. Sniffed Oleander. I remember when she got thrown out of that open mic at the Burley Bar. Arturo threw down his phone and bit into a scone. Who says you have to choose? You're not going to move in or marry one of those wokadoodles. Not after Carmen dumped you last time and you were lucky to have kept your own house. Why not live alone and see both of them when you want? Miami with Carmen... The Blue Ridge Mountains with Randy. Brenda thought about her Thursday nights alone. Skip Gates on Finding Your Roots. A good short story by Margaret Atwood. Homemade chili and tacos. On those days, she appreciated Robotica bringing her a napkin and a can of fizzy water. She enjoyed dressing like a slob. The next Saturday was reserved for Reddy and they went to his house for a change. He had a bungalow down the street from Brenda with the added benefit of a large carriage house out back, big enough for his leaf car and a luxurious workshop with a painted cement floor. Once upon a time, he had added a large garden sink and toilet. The space was more orderly than the rest of his house. Look at my birdhouses, said, he said. Before it was time for biscuits and a movie, they trudged down to his gravel driveway to the workshop. He had chosen some discarded cedar from a neighbor's junk pile and turned it into a small cabinet and some birdhouses. He handed one of the birdhouses to Banda. It was a thing of beauty with a reddish tan hue and directions written on the side. Sunrise this way. You have to hang it like this or the birds won't use it for nesting. I love it, said Brenda. Thank you. Reddy began rearranging his tools on the special pegboard he had designed. There was a place for everything. Now maybe you'll think about seeing me exclusively. Maybe getting married. I can't, said Brenda. I have my house and my entire life. Well, I don't know if I can continue like this, said Reddy. Jealous of Carmen every day of my life? That will be your decision, said Brenda. And you look, you're a loss, because I love you both. Doo, 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 doo. 
the end.